0: very good morning welcome once again to another live session of the potter's gate online broadcast my name is isa phillips akintola and this is beyond devotional series and today i guess is our 43rd episode well the lord has been very good to us well i hope you had a nice wonderful uh, uh sleep and uh, i hope you voted well yesterday if you are you know living in south africa we thank God for what the Lord did yesterday with the vote, and uh, well, that is behind us now. We're expecting the result, and we believe the, the Father will continue to, you know, show us grace and mercy in terms of bringing calmness and peace to the nation. And we, we know that things are going to, you know, get better as we continue to do our own part in the place of prayer, in the place of seeking. The mind of God and enforcing the counsel of God for the days that we live in. So once again, this morning, we are going to continue to engage, to engage the spirit of the Lord and um, hear his voice, know his mind and try to, you know, position ourselves in a place where we can become even more relevant and effective in our act of spiritual journey. I mean, there's so much that is happening in our day that, you know, uh, we cannot afford to be passive. We've got to be active. <clears throat> Excuse me. We've got to be active. We've got to be, you know, determined to hold our place, our position in the advancement of God's prophetic counsel for our day. It's important that we know why we pray, why we are, you know, being steered in this new day, all right Every time I come on air, I try to at least give us a perspective to The reason, because you see, once there is an understanding of why we're doing what we're doing, then that itself gives us, you know, you know, uh, an inspiration. And if you will, the momentum, Okay, that that strength to, you know, to go beyond the average. All right, We we, we want to live our life in, in, in on the edge. We want to live our life on the edge. We don't want to be where the people are in terms of you know, being captured by what has really you know, uh, uh, captured the people in, in, in the valley. We want to be on the edge. We want to be at that point, at that top, where you know, we can be effective in, 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 in dealing with the issues of life and obviously the, the things that defines and determine the spiritual advancement. Because we like it or not, while we are being, you know, uh, 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 encompassed by material, you know soulish issues, What really defines life at the end of the day, amen, is the spirit. It's a spirit so that to me that that is that is something that we cannot afford okay to you know to forget or to you know push behind and relegate behind no we've got to understand that the 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 the, the, the thing that that is propelling us that is in fact moving the world creation amen is an act of a spiritual force all right there is a spiritual force yesterday yesterday or two days ago i was talking about there are two dimensions amen that defines life all right there, there are two realities there are two worlds that we live in okay the one is the kingdom of god the other is the kingdom of darkness the both may um, carry a powerful spiritual principle th- that defines how people live their life including how people politicians and leaders govern in the earth all right so if we're not you know a uh, uh, Healing to us, if we're not moving to us the realities of the kingdom of God, if we're not coming into an understanding of what the kingdom of God is, what you know the the the, the acts of the spirit is biblically, it's it's only a matter of time that we are drawn away, we are you know sidetracked, and we find ourselves being relegated to that soulish, carnal, material life. And in that realm, you will actually think, okay, things are doing well. Things are going well for me. Not knowing that the the enemy is basically just lying to you and preparing you for destruction. So we don't want to live our life in the 21st century where everything is, you know, done by you know a press you know the pressing of a button or by just you know flipping your you know your, your fingers and things just happen we don't want to live in that realm and forget who we are and forget that we are spiritual being and forget that what defines our life and what keeps our home together our family our marriage our business together amen is a position in the spirit that defines amen our our, our that commands our prayer life that commands that we con- constantly engage god amen We can be so carried away, we can be so, you know, drawn away that we begin to live from the position of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. We don't want to live in that realm. We want, amen, to live in that mountain dimension. We want to live on the top. We want to live in the ascended realm. We want to come to the position, the place in the spirit where we are constantly listening and hearing amen and responding to the voice of the father that is a position we want to take that is a position you and i, I may mean, want to live no matter how we get very technical no matter how we get very you know uh, 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 innovative in terms of how to use the gadgets and 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 all these new things yesterday i was just reading about you know uh, um, you know, a uh, processor nine or right, Icon i nine. I mean, that, that's I, I can't imagine how fast, all right, such a computer you know uh, will be. I mean, we're still talking about you know, uh, you know, processor you know seven i seven. Now we're talking about i nine. Now, I mean, you begin to look at you know the the the, the, the 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 speed to which the world all right is is moving in terms of innovation and advancement and all these things, and and with the, even within all that, you you discover that what really holds life together, what keeps Homes, family, society together are all falling apart. They are falling apart. The, it the seems the more we get, you know, advanced in technology, the more we, we 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 discover something new that can help us. Everything is all is all about helping us to you know to be more effective. I mean, I'm I'm a lover of gadget. I love you know. I'm I'm a you know a person who loves computers and you know things that can. Really assist my life better, but 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 I also understand, Amen, that those things you can have those things, but if 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 you're not living in and through the Spirit. It's only a matter of time that those things become your world, they become your God, amen, and you start worshipping them. So we've got to be able to divide the line, we've got to know where we stand. That concept of living a balanced life, amen, balanced life means that every aspect of your being, spiritually, physically, emotionally, materially, psychologically, you know, financially, are all streamlined towards the advancement, amen, of your eternal prophetic purpose, that is why god gives us all these things so we're not going to say oh no don't use those things no those things are the devil no god gave amen those inventors those creators god gave them the idea god it's god all this there is nothing a man a man can tap into in terms of idea in terms of creativity amen, in terms of innovation there's nothing new that somebody will you know, engineer and come up tomorrow and say well i, I You know, I I got this idea. No, no, that idea came from somewhere. And that somewhere, amen, is from a place called God. Amen. So we've got to understand that all good and perfect gift comes from above. It comes from above. And therefore, we have to live our life. Amen. Why using those things? Amen. Why deploying those things? Why allowing those things to enhance our life? You know, our walk. Amen. We've got to keep our eyes on the Lord. We've got to remain on the mountaintop in our spiritual journey excuse me and i think that is something very very vital something we cannot amen uh, you know afford to to you know to leave behind we've got to continue to press pressing all right so we've been dealing with the issues of prayer we've been in fact let's pray father we just we, we bless your name we, we give you glory we give you praise we, we we lift your name on high this is the day that you are calling us into the realities into the realities of your good pleasure you're calling us into that ascended realm. You're calling us into that position in you where we can continually behold and see and understand and interact with your life, with your spirit. You've brought us to another position in you where you are calling us to hear further beyond that which we have heard. You're calling us to see further beyond that which we have seen. Ah, We pray this day that once again our hearts, Lord will quest for more of you. Will quest for more of you because the more we know of you the more we have of you. The more we are able to partake of you. The more we are able to drink of you my Lord Jesus. The more we are able to come into the unity of, of, of the spirit the more our life becomes effective down here on earth your word says that our prayer must be that your kingdom come on earth that your will be done on earth as it is done in heaven so heaven is our model you are our model you are the pattern son you are what we want to replicate and duplicate and manifest in the earth and so father we pray this morning That even as we come before you again, that this is a heart-to-heart thing. This is a spirit-to-spirit thing. That you will take us beyond the flesh. You will take us beyond the limitations. You will take us beyond that which hinders men. You will take us beyond, yes, the the, the pain of yesterday and the agonies of yesterday. And even the experience and the pleasures of yesterday. The yesterday is past. You said Lord, that the fire must not go off on the altar, it must burn day and night. And when it's morning, you say you must remove the ashes of yesterday's fire and bring new wood Ah, for that which, yes, you want to do to continue. There has to be continuity in our life, there has to be continuity in our posture, in our engagement. Therefore, Father, this morning we come to you, oh God, in the light of that which your spirit demands for this new day, this new day, this new order. New season that you are ushering us into, Lord, that we will not approach this day, oh God, from the same old mindset of the past, that we will not approach this new season, oh God, with the same old wine skin. No, Father, we ask that we have come to the place, oh God, of transformation, a new place in you where we have been reorientated, regarding the things that you have prepared for us. Lord, we recognize the responsibility, yes, of our in this new day in this day of our of our of our of our priesthood a priesthood born after the order of Melchizedek and so father we pray that you allow us to continue almighty God to press into you as we leave oh God the first day order the first day priesthood as we leave the priesthood of ironic order as we leave that Eli dimension as we leave oh God that which oh God represent just ceremony without the people understanding that that is a prototype of that which you're bringing them into. Lord, as we leave those behind, as we come to the place of the sacrifice, yes, you said to Abraham, take your son, your only son whom you love and go to the land of Moriah. Yes, in that place, I will show you a mountain where you must sacrifice him. Lord, you're calling for our best. You're calling for that which, yes, we have prayed for. We have have fasted for that which we have waited on you yes and you've given them to us now you're calling for that same thing that they must be laid on the altar they must be sacrificed father we pray in the name of Jesus that in this brand new day that we will indeed sacrifice our Isaac that we may step into a day of resurrection (laughs) that we will come into the day of ascendance where Christ indeed will become increased in our life where the nature of Christ will become more manifest in us because then you said now I know in blessing I will bless Abraham. Father we are sons of Abraham. We are sons of faith. Yes we are born of faith. We live by faith not by the things that we see and therefore this day we take our journey once again oh God like the patriarchs who journey. The Bible says if they were mindful of the city they left they would have turned back Ah, uh-uh. Father we have left we will not turn back. We refuse to become a monument in the days of your movement. We ask you to allow us once again to partake. Oh God of the tree of life Oh God we want to partake Oh God of the fruit of the tree Of life that we may That we may transform that we may carry forth that we may bring forth oh God your light to a generation in darkness almighty your word says darkness is covering the earth and gross darkness the people in the day where darkness has become a system where darkness has become yes a value in the day where darkness has become what men celebrate father we pray oh God that our eyes will continue to see yes your light that we will know how to walk out to journey in this new day in light you see the part of the righteous man you said it's like the dawning of a day, oh God, that shines brighter and brighter and brighter. We live, oh God, the first daylight. We come into, yes, the reality of him that is called the bright and the morning star. Father, may the star lead us into the place of your good pleasure. Bring us, Father, in. Allow us to see. Allow us to be partakers of the manner of heaven. We want to change as as we feed on you, as we come into the realities of your good pleasure. Thank you spirit of the Lord that you will not leave us the way we are that your spirit will continue to walk in us for you are the one that is at work in us both to will and to do of your good pleasure. Yes there are things that you want to do in our life. There are things you want to carry out through our life. There are things you want to manifest in our spirit and through our spirit to benefit the world, to benefit our our cre- your creation to benefit our society But we pray Lord that if we don't give you the journey and give you and allow you the process of perfecting the act of revelation father we will not be able to effectively do what we need to do so we pray once again this morning as Isaac we lay on the altar we lay on the altar and we allow yes the obedience of our father to be perfected so that indeed we may become inheritors of faith ha! father i pray in the name of jesus that a generation will be awakened almighty through this new sound your word declares, and there was a sound from heaven. Halabashi I pray this day as we begin to hear the sound of oh God that we will be in and we will be the inheritors of that which your spirit yes has ordained for this new day. We know, Father, that this day is pregnant, and there's something that is about to be birthed because indeed the elders, the fathers, yes, men of old, they spoke about this day. We are, yes, the the sons of manifest generation that is prophetically birthed, that is prophetically proclaimed. We want to see the manifestation of that which has been declared for our day, for our time. May we not pass through time and not leave, oh God, the footprint of that which has been prophesied for our day and our time. We want to come into a day where we can say indeed we are manifesting that which you have proclaimed and declared where it is said this is that that was prophesied by prophet Joel. we want to become yes the generation a company a tribe of them oh god manifesting that which was once spoken our life must become indeed a reflection yes oh god a very manifestation of the expression that was declared 10 20 50 100 years ago and so father we thank you this morning once again that we know that we are not just living for ourselves We're not just living by the flesh. We're not just living for the moment, but we are living in the reality of your prophetic intention for this new day. So once again... Prep us, Holy Spirit. Teach us. You are our instructor. You are our teacher. Teach us how to pray. For we know not how to pray. Guide us into, yes, the dimensions of the Spirit. Guide us. Lead us. Expose us, yes, to the realms, of, of your of your eternal will and purpose. Bring us into your school. We want to sit down. We want to be prepped. We want to learn. We want to change we want to be reformed we want to be renewed we want to be re-energized we want to be prepared he says a new day he say you would do a new thing if you're gonna do a new thing we can't come with the old and so father we lay the old behind and we press into you and so we ask you grant us grace grant us knowledge grant us wisdom grant us yes lord the ability to present to you the required fruits of the spirit that we can be postured in the name of jesus as as a child, as a student, will sit in the class to listen to the teacher teach. Father, we receive this day instructions from you. We receive this day directions from you. We receive this day illuminations from you. We receive this day light from you. You are the ministry of light. There cannot be any greater light than the one you've given to us. And so we pray, Jesus, that you will continue to illuminate us, illuminate us before you use us to become the illuminators Illuminate us, first enlighten us, reveal the dark areas of our life, O oh God, so that we can come into the position of truth. It is light that brings us into truth, and it is truth that brings us into light. And so we thank Him. We honor You this day. That is not by might, that is not by power. Let this word, O oh God, be spoken into the atmosphere. Let the birds carry this word, O oh God, into realms beyond the walls of men, into realms beyond, O. Oh God, the geographical limitations of human mind let this word go beyond boundaries go beyond yes rivers go beyond almighty god our uh, boundaries and walls i pray let this word go beyond mountains uh, let this word trans- transform the lives of people beyond this realm beyond this place oh god i thank you right now that there is an awakening in the name of jesus across the land beyond the land across the continent beyond the continent let a new order of men ready to go forth bringing your order father let the spirit let the sound of awakening right now yes be sounded all across the globe we thank you almighty God because your word says if we will pray you said you will heal the land and we thank you this day that you have begun a process of healing the land you're healing you're transforming you're restoring and we give you glory this morning that once again we can look back and we can say yes the Lord has been good to us. I thank you almighty God that we will not be a generation that folds their hand, that are passive, oh God, that cannot pray, that cannot understand yes, what you're demanding and requiring for the day. No, we are a generation of people, almighty God, very aware of our prophetic responsibility, very aware of that which you desire to do in our day and we give you the journey. May our life become the instrument, become yes, the tool for reform, for transformation for 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 empowering a society so we thank you this day that as you continue to walk in us almighty god that in your day that you find us approved you will walk through us yes this is not a law this is the process of the spirit and we surrender to the process of the spirit we surrender to the demand of the spirit we surrender we yield ourselves may your kingdom come teach us how to pray in this new day, where you're demanding that you want to use our spirit, help us to begin to grow and develop in the spirit of intercession. We want to become intercessors and so father as you show us as you begin to teach us we will be ready we will be used of you you will be glorified awaken every sleeping heart awaken every sleeping home awaken every spirit every sleeping community lord awaken us let the trumpet of awakening yamdo, now be sounded all across the land in the name of Jesus let the tribe O oh God of Judah awake to lead the people forth oh God in this in this journey in the name of jesus i thank you that every aspect of our being right now i've been quickened labor Sheyam, that they have been they have been quickened in the name of jesus every aspect of our being i've been quickened to respond to you we thank you we give you glory we thank you when we begin to pray change begins to occur thank you father for the change thank you father for the transformation thank you for the spirit of reformation Thank you, Father, for the grace to, yes, to, to steer a society, a people for that which you're commanding and demanding for the day. We bless your name. We honor you. Hallelujah. Amen. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> All right. We're going to continue as we begin to look into the word of God and find principles and pattern of how to pray. But now, we're taking our prayer beyond just, you know, the average, <clears throat> excuse me, beyond the average, you know, first day, or first layer concept of praying, which is what I've been doing for a while, you know, I've been you know, by the grace of God, trying to prep our spirit, trying to awaken our spirit and try to tease us to begin to understand all right, what prayer is. We've been doing a lot of definition. We've been doing a lot of, you know, uh, uh um, searching of scripture and a lot of in- instruction you know in terms of what prayer is and how to pray and what you know prayer does and that is very good because we need that as that in first layer okay you see i always say that the things of the spirit are built on layers all right it's like you're building a skyscraper if you're going to build a sky- skyscraper amen you first need to build a solid foundation a solid foundation all right? So what, what, what we're doing amen is to lay the foundation. So a lot of people want to carry, you know, the responsibilities of God. They want to carry you know the responsibility of spiritual things. They want to be the you know, they want the act, they want to they want to they want to manifest. The things of the spirit, but they don't understand that the place of manifestation starts from the place of internalization. There has to be an internalization. There has to be a construction. There has to be, a, 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 a complete renovation and rebuilding and, re, and 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 reinforcing. You see, sometimes when you when when you finish laying a foundation, there's something they call the reinforcement. Now, now they reinforce it in case that thing is not you, you've done it, but in case it's not well in case the sand and the and, and the mixture of the cement and all those are not then they bring a machine you know to to you know to reinforce it and they and they suppress and they put pressure more so that they, they can be solidity you know they're doing all that you know you know because of that which they know that will be you know will be standing will be built on that foundation Right? So so it's important sometimes that even when the Lord began to reemphasize certain things in our life, uh, you, you say, but, but I've, I've learned this thing, but I know this thing. But they're coming to reinforce that truth in your heart. That's not because you, you don't know what you, they're talking about. You know, Peter said, Peter said, I know you know this truth, but I want to remind you of them that you may be established in the present truth. I mean, Peter is writing to believers. He said, I know you already know those things, but I want to remind you of them again in case you have forgotten. But you will agree with me that are a lot of things that we have learned that we have forgotten. alright? So, so, so God will come again through his spirit and begin to remind us in terms of reinforcing those truths. You see, because truth must, truth must be well seated, must be well seated in our hearts sometimes we've got truth seated but guess what one bird just comes amen and steals the seed of you know of the the truth remember the parable of the sower the bible says persecution came because because of the seed of truth that you receive persecution came because not because of any other thing but because you received the truth because you received god's word amen persecution came the enemy came in yes you were challenged because that thing was not properly seated bible says because the seed was was it was planted by the wayside so we've got to understand these are all powerful principles, amen. That that's why when I look at some, you know, some people, the way they behave as believers, you ask yourself, What went wrong? Of course I know what went wrong. That truth they received was never seated in them. All right. If, if God begins to challenge you through through you know, through uh, through a message, through a man of God, or through you know a situation or experience, God begins to challenge you, then you get offended. Then you get, you know, carried away. Then you become proudful. Then you become resentful. It tells me that what you have received is nowhere seated. Because when a truth is well seated and the programs are well established, you see they are like codes. When a program is well established, amen. It, it, it begins to give you certain commands. It begins to respond as you as you as you are typing, as you as you you know giving the computer, amen, a, a, you know command. The, the computer itself begins to respond back to you immediately. But if that command is not well if that if that program or that software is not well seated you're going to have issues and a lot of us are having issues in our life because we have not allowed amen the truth to be well programmed within the structure of our dna the truth is not just something that sits amen on the inside it must penetrate our dna it must influence it must affect amen the value system of our life it must touch every aspect of our being amen the way we think the way we believe the way we feel the way we desire things the way we see things the way we relate the way we communicate must be impacted by the power of the values of truth this is what we're talking about it's from this place that our life you know begins to mirror the same dimension that we see amen, of elijah for elijah was a man just like us just like us but the bible says he prayed Uh, they will not be drained for three and a half years. And it was so. Why? Because when God looked at his life, God saw a life, amen, that reflects the values that mirror the standard of that which he requires in the earth. There is a pattern of life that God requires, that God wants to see in the earth. There is a kind of people God wants to see manifest, walk this earth. And Jesus came to show us how to walk in the earth jesus came to show us how to walk in the earth no one his disciple went to say teach us how to pray that is not just about communicating to god teach us what life is all about because it's in prayer that we begin to understand life he said teach us as john taught his disciple so john understood the principles of the kingdom in fact he was the portal it was the gate to he was the one god used to prepare the way of christ so he understand so we, we also have to come into this concept of life that is not how men look at us and call us christian no 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 it has to be how the father approves our life your approval is not done by men your approval is done by god by truth amen by the values of the principles of the kingdom of god amen if that is not there then you're basically joking then you're on a stroll then you're just a religious sacrifice whatever you want to call it you've got to understand that these are days god is separating the goats from the sheep god is separating my sheep yeah man. A voice goats don't have ears to hear no, no matter the number of times you tell a goat don't do something the goat keeps going back there keeps doing the same thing yeah that's an habit that's a character of certain people amen if you're a sheep you will hear the voice of god amen and you will respond even if you heard that voice amen a mile away the sheep they know the voice of their shepherd And therefore, we've got to be able to internalize. We've got to be, we've got to allow the Spirit of God to continue to walk in us. It's called the work of redemption. Redemption is not just something we did when we say we give our life to Jesus Christ. It's not just an experience or rather an event. Redemption is a continual, ongoing experience daily continually, we have to be redeemed, amen, from the vagaries of the soul, from the carnalities of our soul, all that we have inherited, amen, as wrong values, from our life, from, you know, excuse me, from our community, from our family, amen, from our society, amen, from our nationality, amen, from the world system, amen, from the social media, from, you know, television, every value system that we have received, we have imbibed as part of our life, amen, it could be the wrong culture of the American Hip hop culture. It could be a culture of you know of pride. It could be a culture of you know uh, 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 you know entitlement. It could be a culture of you know worshiping ancestral you know uh, uh, you know God's God. Whatever it is that we have imbibed into our life that that will allow that excuse me that will refuse that will not allow Christ to perfectly manifest to us we have to deliberately deliberately engage those things and say no you have no place in me you have no place in my life why because you know where you're going why because you know what you want god to do in your life and through your life you want to be used of god listen to this there is no aspect amen of the life of Saul. Of the life of Saul that did not die on that on that road to Damascus, that when Paul, Amen, on the third day received his sight, he was a new man. You understand that he was a brand new man. It was a brand new man. A man full of pride became a humble man. Come on. This is what we're talking about. That in the day where God says, I want you to fall on your horse. I want you to come down from your, your from your loftiness, from your, from your pride. I want you to fall on the sword so you can live again. You say yes, sir. You fall on the sword of the spirit because you know that when you die, you shall live again on the third day. But you will not just live again, but you will ascend on high and you will be seated with Christ in heaven places far above all principalities and power that no power of the enemy have a finer silver your life this is what we're talking about we don't just live in the realm of well, the Bible says no you've got to take what the Bible says and embellish it in your life the word must become flesh The Bible says the word became flesh and dwell among men. Before the word can dwell among men it must first dwell in you. (laughs) Before the word of God can dwell and manifest among men let it first have expression in your life your life that you are being governed by the principles of heaven not by the religious system of the day you see I came out of the system and that's why I can do what I'm doing this is my church this is my world when God begins to lay hold of you you see when you are summoned when you are summoned your prayer life will change it will not just be about God bless me God give me this God no it will be about God change me God change me, because a changed person in the place of prayer is a person ready to receive not just a blessing, but a divine inheritance. With us, there is an inheritance waiting for you. Don't settle for the crumbs. Don't settle for the crumbs. Don't settle for numbers. Don't settle for a building. Don't settle for a title. Come on, don't settle for you know some big, big man, big manism. He's a he's, he's a bishop. That's the bishop. That's the apostle. Hey, you're an apostle. But you 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 dry. You dry. You have nothing to offer your generation. You have nothing to offer. Strip yourself of the title and plunge yourself into the work system that will make you true vessel of God. So this is what we're talking about, friends. I'm hoping, I'm praying that God will use me to awaken a people in this nation. It is my prayer, it is my desire that God will use me to awaken a people who will strip themselves Of the wrong values of religion and tradition. And will cry out to God and say, God, I offer all of me. I lay my life down on the altar like Isaac. I want to be used of you. But don't use me the way I am. Walk in me. Walk in me. Walk in me. And I don't care how long it's going to take. Perfect your walk in me. Perfect your work in me. Because until God perfects his work in you, if you go, then you are an half-big person, and the enemy will finish you like a mincemeat. He will use you as a bra. I tell you, he will finish you, he will fry you joke with the enemy a lot of people think the devil is stupid he's foolish he doesn't think he is one of the most strategic being you can ever engage in your life satan doesn't he's not he's a strategist he doesn't he doesn't fight you know little things and and when he wants to when he wants to fight you he waits for you at your weakest moment that may take another 10, 20 years or 30 years. A lot of people have been defeated by time. Time defeated them. They started well. But at the cost of time, they deviated because they were not continually looking unto Jesus, the author and the perfect of their faith. They deviated and they began to sink like Peter, save me, God. He cried out, I'm sinking. I'm not here to joke. You know, a lot of people, they see you on social media. Because social media has given us, you know, the opportunity to interact and to communicate with each other. We tend to lose the essence and the value of the sacredness of the people that we're speaking to, that we're communicating with. So people open their mouth and they just say things and they just but they cannot discern. If Jesus were to live in our day and is on social media, how will you communicate with Jesus? <laughs> if Paul were to live in our day, how would you interact with him? you see i'm saying something because because we're losing we're losing something in the church and this thing is making us to become even more dry even more you know you know separated and disconnected not just from one another but from the things of the spirit because there's a protocol that which we must apply when it comes to interacting with god and with one another there has to be an understanding. If we lose that, listen to this, the spirit is not going to move. Another spirit will be moving, but not with the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit does not move outside the parameter, outside the value system, outside the standard of God's written word. We've got to understand rankings. We've got to understand dimensions. We've got to understand, the process and the principle of how God moves in the midst of his people. I told you this before, David was bringing back the ark of God but he brought it he brought it with the wrong pattern he used. He had the right heart he had a passion he had, he had, a, ha- he had a heart he was passionate he, he had a desire to restore the presence of God but he he used the wrong order Somebody lost his life. <sighs> Someone lost his life. <sighs> You cannot be more righteous than David. You cannot be more passionate than David. From his youth. From his youth, he had always had a passion for God. David from his youth has has always had a passion for God. God looked at him as I found in David a man whose heart is after me. But at the moment where all David had learned, all David had experienced must come to be, must come to play. It was 22 years after the, after the ark of God had been captured. 22 years. 22 years they had forgotten the principles and the patterns of how to engage the things of God and how to touch, And excuse me, how to bring back the things of the spirit. So in their zeal, in their zeal, we're going to bring back the ark of God from the Philistine. They got the best of the cats. They got everything new. Everything was, when you look at everything they did on the outside with the natural human eyes, you will say, excellent, perfect. Wait until they got to the juncture of Aruna as they were navigating the bend the cat began to bend and the ark of god slid and was just about hitting the ground and the and the priest of god says abomination it must not happen he said the guy was zealous and and he understood that, I mean, to be an error for the ark of God to fall. And so, he just used his hand to try to wage the ark from falling. And God killed him! You know, humanistic, religious, democratic mindset will say, God is, God is wicked. Why did God have to kill him? After he was trying to prevent the ark from falling. When you understand, when you've been taught, when you've been prepped about the ways of God, you don't fight for God. You don't try to fight for God. You don't try to defend God. You don't try to protect God. That's what some people are trying to do. We're trying to fight for God. We're trying to protect God. No, no. God is not in that business. He said, this is my value. No hand must touch the thing. That's why two long poles are made. So that there must not be a contact. Listen to this, friends. There are dimensions and protocols, even as we advance in our walk with God. We're talking about the spirit of intercession. I'm saying that even in the place of intercession, we've got to understand that the rankings, the protocols, and, and, the, and the steps, and the principles, and the, and the framework of our engagement. Lest we miss God, or lest we fall down and die. This is more of a spiritual things. Like I said... Spiritual things are guarded strongly by sound governmental protocols. Zeal is still what is motivating a lot of people. And I'm sorry to say many will perish because that zeal is not mingled with the sound doctrine, sound apostolic, you know, order. They lose their life. I would say it's many... Came to the house to eat, to partake of the table of the Lord, and they fall sick to the point that the Bible says they sleep, they die. Why? Because they did not discern. Can we discern this day? Can we discern this season? Can we discern this moment? Can we begin to readjust our life, our pattern of thinking, our mindset? Can we once again ask God to help us? You see, because you can read the scripture, but you can be reading it through the, through the, through the eyes of Moses. The Bible says, till today when they open the scripture, what they read is Moses. Is that until they turn to the Lord before the veil is removed. If you have not turned to the Lord and you are not turning the people to the Lord, they will still be reading the word of God through the eyes of Moses. There is nothing more dangerous. There is nothing more dangerous to be reading the scripture through the mindset of how God spoke in the past. Hey, it's going to bring destruction to the camp. Why is it that some people when they open the scripture, they hear something else? This see something else because they're tracking with God they're journeying with God the things that I'm saying today 20-25 years ago certainly would not be the things I'll be saying because back then there is a, there is a, there is a measure of knowledge that I have about the things of the spirit And back then the Lord approved it. But if I bring that same mind to try to engage what God is doing in this new day, God will be sending the angel of death to go kill Isaiah because he is a disgrace to the movings of God in the earth. When God moves through seasons and time, men must constantly change their white skin to engage with God. Moses, for the place you stand is on holy ground. Remove your sandals. Many have walked through that path without hearing a voice. And then came the place that, that was ordinary. Just because God showed up there became a sacred ground. And the day God leaves that place that place no longer becomes sacred. What makes a day a season sacred is because God has torn up. God is speaking He's speaking within the context of the season. This is a sacred season. This is a season where we must approach one another, approach the things of God, approach our calling, our giftings, our grace, our relationship, our family, our marriage, our children, our environment, in the spirit of God's prophetic intention for the day. let heaven remove us. I have to wait for another generation. People want to go, but they want to go this far. They get easily offended. When God began to make demand on them. Then they begin to give excuses. You can't do that in this new day. The day of the Lord can only be picked. When we are walking and tracking with Christ. He He himself will be the one introducing us. You've entered the new day. You've got got to change the way you relate with me. Okay? Okay. What do you do? You have to know Christ anew. We used to know Christ after the flesh. Henceforth, let no man know him after the flesh. So if that applies to us, that must apply to how I relate to Brother Linton. uh, 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 um, What time? I cannot be relating to you the way I related to you maybe three months ago. I have to be seeing what God is doing in the newness of His speaking in your life. Except you're not journeying with God. If you are where you are three months ago, guess what? Time will pass you by. And when time passes you by, the things of the Spirit also pass us by. Don't you understand, friends, that we are on a transition, we're in a journey, we're in a movement. A movement is never static. Movements are never static. When when there's a movement, you're moving, you're moving, you're moving. Except the Lord said in this, in the, in the movement, camp here. In that place of camping is a place of rest where we get to, you know, get ourselves refresh. And I told you, it was it last week? Heaven took us out of Mara, and they brought us to Elam. The place of the palm trees. The place of spring. The place of rest. For a reason. When we're done, we get up. We scaffold. We do what? We continue. They that must come to God must believe that he is. And a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. We're pressing. We're going somewhere. We're heading somewhere. We're not static. May you not be static today. May your faith not be static. May your understanding and revelation about the things of God not be static. May the society not put you in a position where you begin to mark time and you think you're walking. May religious spirit not capture you to the point where you are exerting energy but you are not advancing. You are not advancing. That is what is happening. We're going through a treadmill. You know, you know those people who who go on a treadmill. You know, uh, um, you know exercise machine. You know. You're on the same pot, you're on the, excuse me, you're on the same spot. You're sweating, you're sweating. Yes, somebody said, but it's burning energy. But you see, energy must be translated to light. Energy, there is no waste. Energy, in fact, in the kingdom of God, there is no waste jesus after feeding the people he said gather the crumbs what did he do with the crumbs the bible never told us but there's no waste in the things of the spirit there are no waste there is no waste even the poop you make do you go to the toilet guess what in some nation they've 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 learned to transform those poops. come on into manures, growing the tomato and the and the apples and all this nice thing you are eating there is no waste in the kingdom of god scientists they understand that there is no waste there's no wasted energy. You can't be, can be going on a treadmill. You see, you're burning energy. Bodily exercise profits little. But spiritual exercise, my God, advances and accelerates your life. There are no waste of energy. You're going through emotion religiously, but you are not impacting life. I don't know how to say this. A lot of people are going to die in religion. Not one stone will be left unturned. That is a prophetic word. That is still relevant in our day. Not one stone will be left unturned. That statement. When Jesus made that statement. It was the peak of the beauty of Herod's temple. People come from different parts of the world just to see this wonder. (laughs) This temple of wonder that was built by the Roman government to appease the religious rulers of the day. That's why they call it Erod's Temple. It was to dwarf the Temple of Solomon that temple was 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 was, was an amazement <laughs> may god give you sight may this day may your sight be recalibrated sight into your own life first not just sight into when what, what men are building but sight into your own life that what you are building Jesus is saying not one stone will be left unturned. So you better begin to look at the structures of your life, your environment, what you call church. Look at the, the regalia and the religious traditions that you have yourself. You need to begin to tear those things up and say, hey, before judgment comes, I better fall on the rock. I better begin to judge myself. I better begin to scatter all those things and turn my house to a place of thieves and dance. My house shall be called the house of prayer by all nations. That was the intentions of Christ for the temple. They turn into to a political you know, center, a place where people are just doing their own thing. They lost the essence. You see, they love the praise of men. They love what men give to them. Because they're searching for some savior. You cannot, you cannot, you cannot, you know, love the world at the expense of the values of the kingdom. No matter how you dress the place, the altar, the church. It doesn't count before Christ It is how you dress the hearts of the people Because that's where he lives That's where he lives Father I pray that I will continue to be your voice That the face of men in this day Will not will not cause me to drop the standard And the values of your desire And declaration for this new day that we will continue to speak from this mountain position. That from your word will continue to go forth from this Zion's order. This is Zion. The place of perfected beauty. The place where we bring perfection to the beauty of your glory in the hearts of men. Friends. We're capturing the spirit of intercession. And I perceive the Lord is highlighting the things he doesn't want in our life in this new day. Because if we come to the order of intercession, you don't want to make the same mistake David made. You see, intercession is intervening. Is intervening on behalf of. Intercession is engaging on behalf of. Intercession is advancing and proclaiming and declaring the standard of God. Intercession is understanding a day where somebody mature must represent the intentions of God on the wall and at the gate. Intercession means engage the high places make them plain and elevate the low places intercession is creating the pathway for Christ to access a nation, a people a society intercession is standing and declaring the voice of God amidst opposition so for you to do all this thing that I'm highlighting, oh you better be sure that you have amen, a spirit that is that is that is standing that have a standing before God that there is no aspect of your life hallelujah the enemy can accuse you of lest the enemy himself come and say God you cannot listen to his prayer this Joshua man of a priest is carnal is fleshy is full of himself it's full of ourselves. You cannot listen. Because in the place of intercession is a place of engaging with the things of God, engaging with the things of the kingdom. It's a spirit for us before it becomes a declaration. So how we understand intercession in the past has to be upgraded. It must be updated. And I'm doing all this for us to be able to, you know, get ourselves introduced and acquainted with the demand of god why because this concept of, of a new day that we're coming into has to be ushered in amen via the spirit of prayer and intercession and supplication he said we must pray with all forms of prayer with all kinds of prayer but before we engage in just prayer, we've got to first capture the spirit of what god wants us to engage in lest we begin to touch things we're not supposed to touch and we begin to fall down and die Why? Because we have not understand the ways of God and the protocols of the spirit. So I'm sure you understand what I'm talking about, friends. This is a message you want to share with people. Especially those people who have a passion and a desire to want to, you know, go on with the Lord. We want to go on with the Lord, but we've got to follow the right order. We've got to follow the right pattern that people have been crying. Oh, we want somebody to help us, to teach us, to show us. Now God is bringing someone to help us and to show us and to lead us. Now we have to open our ears and follow the divine instruction and not be kind and try to still judge what God is doing in this new day with our old order of thinking. It's not going to work. You will not pour this new wine into an old wine skin. It's not going to work. It's going to waste. The Bible says the skin is going to Post, there's going to be a waste I'm not going to waste my time and waste the resource of God, amen, on people who are not ready and willing to change their wine skin, it's a demand it's a command unless God is doing a new thing and we're still seeing men walking like trees <laughs> yes, Jesus engaging with the man, what do you see? Still seeing the old way. That the eyes of our understanding be enlightened. The only way our eyes of understanding will be enlightened is when we surrender and submit all right, to the new process of divine instruction. Because what enlightens us is the revelation, the ascended revelation of Christ that is being released through a sound prophetic voice. We have, we've got to understand this. See, that's why we cannot pray the way you used to pray. Now we have to pray, amen, based on the release, based on the tools, based on the supply of the present speakings of God for, for his church, for the nations. Every aspect of our life must come into alignment. Canality must be, when you see canality, you want to stone that thing and run from it. Hallelujah. Mm. I bless you, Lord. Let me give you one or two definitions. Then we'll we'll pray. Then we'll be be gone for today. And hopefully we'll come back tomorrow. I hope somehow you've been blessed. And I mean blessed. You've been imparted. You've been edified. By what I'm talking about now, intercession is the art is the act of establishing the eternal prophetic counsel of the father within and among men. That's a general, you know, basic definition that I'm giving to you. Intercession is the art of establishing the eternal prophetic counsel of the father within and among men. All right, when I mean among men, I'm talking about you know, men in terms of you know community, city, families, nations. And even our generation. It is the ministry of releasing the spirit of revelation, particularly when a season is about to end or a new season is being ushered in. This is this is a period where God begins to awaken the spirit of intercession, but that comes through those who are indeed tracking and wanting to see. The Bible talk about you know. Uh, uh, you know, some guys when they, they were they were waiting, Bible they were waiting for the consolation of Israel. So when they said to Nathanael, We have found Christ, he said, from where? He says from from Nazareth. He said, Nazareth, can anything good come out of so this guy were we we're, we're, were tracking, they were tracking, they were trying to find amen the next the next birth, the next move that which God has been proclaiming that He's gonna release, you know, a Savior, a Savior is coming. Finally they said, We have found the Savior. Really? Where's it from? Nazareth. Nazareth, (laughs) can anything good come out of, well, that was a mistake they made, so in intercession, we're tracking the heart of God, we're tracking the mind of God, as a season, amen, begins to shut down, how did God shut the season down, by raising a voice, his name was John the Baptist, John shut up the past, you know, you know, a a religious Pharisaical order, he shut it down, and he began to open a new season. For his generation for Christ that's why the Bible says he said he was the voice of one crying this is my cry. This is my cry to South Africa. This is my cry, amen, to the nation, amen, of, 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 of South Africa. This is my cry earlier uh, to the continent of Africa. This is my cry to, amen, this generation that, hey, heaven is shutting down the past. There is an opening. We're in the twilight. We're at the borderline of a new day and therefore there has to be, amen, a coming in, into the school of the spirit where we need to be trained, where we need to be empowered, where we need to be prepped, where we need to be tutored, where we need to be reorientated regarding how to step into this thing, less we prematurely enter this thing and we get aborted. Father, we thank you. I'm going to stop here. We honor your name. We, we give you glory, Father. Thank you, Father, for your word that has gone forth once again like a river. I bless you for every person that has joined this. oh God. May they not see a man. You see a man, then you cannot come into the reality of the things that God is proclaiming and giving. This is your moment in the nation. This is your hour. This is the time to turn. This is the time to turn the dough. This is the time to turn the other side of the bread. Yes, one side is cooked, but the other side is not cooked. Yet, the Lord. Now it's time to turn it so that I can, I can through the heat of my Spirit. Now begin to cook what needs to be cooked. Lest you become an unprepared bread, it cannot be served. Oh Siam de Librano, get ready for that which I'm about to do. Get ready for which for that which I'm about to bring forth. Through you I will bring forth a new order. Through you I will release, yes, the eternal counsel of my seed that will change a generation. Prepare me a people, prepare me away. Let your eyes look straight, gaze on me, and do not take your eyes away from my eternal word. Let that which I have given to you be that which becomes your guide and your light, even in this new day. Father, we thank you. We honor you. We bless you, O God, for you will continue to guide and speak to us and bring us deeper into the realities of the realm of this new day. Yes, Father, we pray that we are men groping, O yes, Lord, in darkness, searching for light. So we pray this morning, grant us sight and help us, O God, to be constrained. Even in the revelation, that we will not run by a revelation. We will wait for that revelation to be formed in us. Christ must be formed in us. In that formation, then we can then go out and become instrument of reformation. We bless you, Spirit of God. What a word. If Christ is not formed in us, we cannot become an instrument of reformation. May our reformation not be uh, 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 you know a proclamation of, of the mouth of words may it be a spirit that is well enough from the inside the zeal of my father's house has consumed me may the zeal of this new day may the zeal of the outpouring of the spirit may it continue to consume you until you are submerged in the river of that which God is proclaiming in this new day may your life come, on, come to the reality of a position of transformation that as we continue to behold that which is doing that which is speaking we have been transformed from one dimension of glory to another this is the day of glory it's not a day of shame arise awake position yourself stand at the gate and proclaim my voice and my speakings that you may know that you may walk that you may understand my day even among men these are days of christ christ is coming it's not a day of the antichrist It's a day of christ In the day of Christ, we will see greater light. In the day of Christ, we will walk in greater revelation. In the day of Christ, we will walk in greater dimension. We will not be submerged in the flesh. We will be a people of the spirit. Your spirit, the zeal of the Lord will perfect that which has been begun in our life. We are a voice to South Africa. South Africa, we hear the voice of the Lord and the nation will lift a hand to the Lord and proclaim, come Lord. We declare God your prophetic counsel for this nation, yes, Lord, will not be twatted, will not be frustrated. We proclaim this day an alignment, a realignment. We proclaim it. We declare it. We decree it, oh God, from north to south, from south to east. We sing Jesus' name, divine alignment and let Christ have his way in the land. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Once again, I thank you for joining me this morning. Thank you for being part of that which the Spirit of God is proclaiming. May the Spirit of the Lord continue to guide and lead us. May He continue to direct our path. May He continue to show us. And may we continue to respond to that which is revealed, to that which has been shown us. May we not live our life in the footprints of yesterday. It's a brand new day. May we, may we journey in the newness of the day. Thank you. God bless you. Have yourself a wonderful morning. Bye-bye.